This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. The holidays are an incredibly important time for family, especially family members who you might not even know about that exist out there. But year-round, keeping those family members safe is vital. That's why this week's sponsor on the Bloom Files are our friends over at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com. Truth is out there. And here, who knows? Either way, we are opening up the Bloom Files here on Post Show Recaps, an X Files first watch slash rewatch podcast. Hello, everybody. Mike Bloom here talking about holiday special. Ding um, dongy dong. Ding dongy dong. Is that, is that the, the song you hear when the aliens <laughs> come to take you? Yeah, you hear uh, Carol the Bells, but with uh, ding dongies. Yeah, instead it's not actually the bells, it's just someone going ding. That's how the aliens talk, they only speak in ding dongy. Yeah, perfect. That voice you're hearing, uh, if you're saying, Hark the Herald Angela sing, you would be correct. <laughs> <That's just> dumb. <laughs> well, listen, you know, we're about six months actually away from Christmas. Yeah, so, so we're, we're, we didn't really time this one correctly. But ah, that, well, I think we timed it perfectly, actually. Yeah, it's almost Christmas in yeah, July. Here's a reminder to everyone. Start your shopping. <laughs> it's only six months until Christmas. <laughs> yeah, because that's what it's about. Well, listen, some people might have children they don't know about that they need to shop for. So <laughs> when in doubt, just get an extra gift. And on that note... <laughs> so we're talking about two episodes from the beginning of the X-Files Season 5, Christmas Carol and Emily. Uh, did they miss the mark by not calling Yes, the I was going to say the same thing, but they couldn't call the episodes Christmas Carol and then Carol. <laughs> Christmas Carol um, so, and then Carol. <laughs> yeah, not great, not great, but um, yeah. Exciting stuff. Uh, Wild-ass stuff. Yeah. Really wild stuff. (laughs) I would also say very different episodes. Like, the first episode seems more like an out-and-out mystery, and then the second episode is sort of like, almost like a a medical drama. I know you've been watching a lot of Grey's Anatomy. I have. I've been doing a full rewatch slash slash first watch of Grey's Anatomy. Oh my god, you're like Bloom's filing your own. I am. So I only only ever watched the first two seasons and then, like, fell off, like, in a pretty dramatic way, and then... Now I'm just, I Once have... you found out that Izzy would have no alive love. No, I just was over it. Oh, okay. um, But, yeah. So, was, good Is stuff. that accurate then? Did, is this like the Grey's Anatomy episode of 
Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't, I mean, kind of in that there was like a medical mystery to solve, mm-hmm. but, um, mm, a little too spooky. Yes, yeah, like spooky house. <laughs> yeah, spooky house. <laughs> well, let's get into Christmas Carol here because we're going to open on really like the onus behind these two yes. episodes, which is that there's going to be a Scully family Christmas gathering. Yeah, at the Christmas San Diego at Naval the Bill Base. Scully household. Yeah, we get to meet Bill's wife here. Bill, mm-hmm. of course, makes a commanding appearance mr milk toast over here totally he's the most boring person ever and so is tara <laughs> that's his, the name of his wife yeah, i don't even remember the name of his wife yeah and she the the speech she gives at the christmas table makes me want to die about how she's never felt more complete and right, life thing, didn't have any meaning exactly until she like had oh a baby. i think i was born to do this like it's like the rhetoric you hear as a mom all the time that you should feel like complete and whole because you're a mother now is like wild that that was part of this. This is why men have those beliefs, by this the way. This is why. <laughs> they're like, oh, they're just meant to have children. It's because yeah. of people who believe things like this. Yeah, no, it, it's like a pretty toxic mentality to have, but I think it was pretty common in the 90s to like believe that and, and purport that sort of uh, understanding. So I can imagine that this is probably the first at least family holiday gathering since the death of Mal- Melissa, right? Because, like, that seems to be the yeah, pole that's hanging I mean, over this. I think so. I think, like, in full, I think that probably the mom and Bill and Tara have been getting together more often than not. And then... Well, where is Mrs. Scully situated? Like, is she hanging out isn't in she San Diego? In, I think she's still... She's, she's close out, by. She's hanging out in San Diego with her, with him and no, Tara, no, Tara no, and Armstrong. No, because she comes to see Scully more often than not on the East Coast. So, um, no. I think she, I forget where she lives, but she lives on the East Coast. Okay. Um, and as far as I remember, but um, she probably goes and sees them, whereas getting Scully out there is harder. Yeah, well, one of the reasons why Scully might not want to make a visit anytime soon is because <laughs> she, we're going to start this runner, right? Where she's uh, she gets a call a la scream yes. or the ring. The phone, yeah, the, the call is coming rings. from me within the house or uh, from the it? beyond. From, yeah, from like beyond this plane of existence. She gets a mysterious phone call that just says, Dana, she needs your help. Go to her. Yeah. So this, you told me this, this is the actress who y- plays Melissa? Yes, and it's... I mean, it's, uh, that's what I assume. I don't actually know for certain, but yeah, I, it sounds just like her. So, I mean, unless it's an actress doing her voice, it's meant to sound like Melissa. So right. whether it's not that, whether or not it's that actress is moot. <laughs> so this is one of the mysteries that goes unresolved in these two episodes. Yeah. Like, yes. What is this? What, do you have any No, <laughs> I still don't know. My guess is like, um, the, like, because she's an alien human hybrid, the little girl, that she has some kind of ability to like call out and like made all of this happen. Well, or it's a ghost. Could it be? Are there cloned Melissa's? Potentially, but I I don't think that that's meant to be the case the, like, here. Melissa's is calling. I her. think it's supposed to be a little bit more spiritual. Well, than yeah, because I mean that seems to be Scully's mo, right? Like we talked about this with yes. one breath. She had that guardian angel. Yes, maybe this is just heaven's looking out for Dana Scully. Yeah, right there's now. been uh, there's been situations in the past where this has happened to her, where like something spooky, sort of spiritual angel esque calls upon her and guides her so um she traces the call well, from dead o- melissa yeah if only there was a, a if this was on the wb there could have been a literal crossover with angel <laughs> maybe but the, the, not the same no definitely not the, not the same vibe there yeah, not, we don't want another vampire <laughs> maybe ghost whisper uh so yeah scully star 69's the call basically mm-hmm. And finds out that the call came from this house that we find out is like Emily's foster home. 
uh, and her, her adoptive parents, her adoptive parents, yeah. yeah. And but her it's also a crime scene actively mm-hmm. because this mo- the mother of the house, uh, yeah, slid her wrist in the bathtub. So it seems, yeah. So they're investigating the suicide of Roberta Sim, um, and the lead detective tells Scully basically that it was not possible for Roberta to have died yeah, because and she and died. The, and these like stupid Sandio cups are like yucking it up, right? yeah, like openly totally. laughing at Scully about like, oh, she thought she got a phone call from, from this, a ghost from this murder scene. Yeah, this is like a pretty gruesome scene. This is pretty dark, pretty twisted for a Christmas episode to like mm-hmm. ju- dump, jump jump dive dive right into like the diving sorry Um, my words are not with me this evening um but yeah it's pretty dark for this kind of a christmasy vibe that they're going for and Mm. then um it goes right into a suicide so yeah they're not acting the best well scully's not taking a holiday evidently it seems like Mulder is we get like a couple of scenes of him in this episode I read, yeah, that, I, thought, yeah. I, I read that that's because I think David Duchovny was filming something at yeah. the time. So they're like, all right, we'll give Scully sort of like her standalone episode. But like, <laughs> what is he wearing? Um, Outdoor Mulder. Well, he's wearing like outdoor a Mulder long Barbie. ski cap. I, I love only, it. I thought it's only a lot. like old sleeping men wear hats I think that he long. is in like what I would assume is like a a winter fishing attire like or a winter mm. cabin look like he's getting away for the weekend by himself in a cabin yeah that's the sad thing right is because like outside of scully he has like no one to hang yeah, out yeah there is this like assumption throughout the beginning few seasons of the x-files that like Mulder is like capable of like um like getting ladies and like hanging out like he goes to like bars and you know so like i do feel like there is that assumption in the first few seasons of the x-files that he's more um, social, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's completely gone by this point. He's just in a cabin by himself at Christmas. So, I mean, listen, he's I, had a rough time. Yeah, he has to do his own sort of ruminating over like yeah. dead family members. Exactly, too. exactly. This is the scene that you mentioned before, where Bill's wife <laughs> is like really digging in this night. Yeah, because Scully is going to reveal to her mom yeah. that she's barren. Remind me, so this all jumbles together. Did she find out about that in Memento Mori? No, she did. So Mulder finds out about it, but says, like, let's keep this to ourselves. Right. But I guess we're supposed to assume that Scully found out about it in some capacity yeah, in, or, in the in-between time. Yeah, or, or if there's an episode. Yeah, we, whatever. We but about. Mulder doesn't know that Scully knows, and we'll find that out later in the episode, too, because he she says something to him, and he's like, oh, I didn't realize you knew. I right. was trying because to protect he, you. Well, because the thing is, he also has the whole secret of, like, the green vial harvested egg right yeah yeah so yikes (laughs) right now uh let's get losty here angela because we're gonna get some flashbacks yeah which is actually so one of the flashbacks has jillian anderson's younger sister zoe plays scully in the flashback sequence i mean i think that's not the first one no it's it's the the older one one. it's it's the um it's like the teenagers like face oh i wonder what's in this gift yeah exactly um but but this first one is kind of like creepy scully right like bill like a six-year-old girl where's my rabbit she's like i don't know he's like i'm gonna kill you little punk no so it's scully has the rabbit yeah and she's saved the rabbit it's not bill's rabbit she like tried to keep this rabbit and bill was like no we're gonna kill the rabbit and we're gonna eat it oh and so she was like no i'm not gonna let you kill oh, the right, rabbit I mean, is this from like her hunting family yeah this is from her hunting family and she lives with a bunch of boys and she feels like a little bit 
outside of that. She's a little bit more gentle-hearted than well, the hunting mentality listen, leads. Scully, fantastic intention. Maybe next time, feed the rabbit. Yeah, so she puts a little rabbit in a box with a little thing of water, thinking it'll like be alive, but and it, it is, suffocates to and death. And it's covered in maggots. Yeah, like it dies, basically. And I don't it's, know like, how the really maggots trying. got in there maggots will where maggots will i guess <laughs> they like apparate into the light <laughs> yeah box. no i it's really actually pretty traumatizing and, and this is the second story of i think like scully's mm-hmm. soft animals right because i feel like in that episode when we first met melissa right wasn't there the whole story yeah about, about the like, snake they were yeah. shooting at the snake and she wanted to like be a part of it and then realized that it was actually going to kill the snake and she couldn't do anything about it and it was like very traumatizing so i was confused for a second because we're going to get into this whole runner right that mm-hmm. this little girl emily looks like melissa and then mm-hmm. scully sees this girl in her dream now was this emily or was this melissa i think this is emily i okay. think it's emily and then i think it's like um meant to be that she just um like is in the dream with scully because scully's an adult in the dream yeah so it's like i don't think it's meant to be melissa but it might be a little bit of both you know but i did also read that the actress that plays the little girl emily uh-huh. was completely recast oh. after they shot this scene and then also the most of the next episode mm-hmm. because the little girl that it was originally cast was afraid of the hospital so they had to recast I mean, and reshoot everything, which wow. is like, yikes. Wow, so reshoot the entire... Because she was a very pivotal part of that episode, too. Well, yeah, so most they got partway through the second episode, but this they had to like reshoot these scenes, too, because they had done a bunch of scenes with her for, for this show, episode, too, which is wild. Um, but, yeah. So Scully is going to wake up to yet another... Call. You know, silence call. She's going to come by the, the Sims house, and it's tough. At this point, I said, poor Mr. Sim. We'll yeah. find out you know, other stuff about Mr. Sim later on. But I like, mean, it's still kind of poor Mr. Yeah, this, Sim. I mean, this guy lost his wife earlier this morning, and like this woman comes by like, oh, you you, you keep calling me? I'm really curious about it. Like, go Yeah, away. you were on his side, whereas I was like a little bit more like, what was she supposed to do? Because she's like an FBI agent. She's somebody who investigates things. She's not going to like, if somebody's calling for help, like she does need to follow up on it. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like don't du- go directly I there. guess, I guess so. But um, she also sees that he's meeting with two, like, dark-suited men inside. Yeah, like two goons. And this guy's like, no, go away. And this is when we also find out that Mr. Sim, uh, there's a lot going on with the Sims. Mm-hmm. They're gobbledygooked to each other. They are, he, truly. He, someone took out the ladder from the pool and left them stranded in there. Maybe that's how Roberta Sim yeah. died. Well, and Scully goes, doesn't she go to the police station now? Yeah, and so this is where she finds out a little bit more about him, right? That there was, like, a domestic dispute a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And that uh, there was, like, the... She, like, looks into him a little and bit. And she listens to the tox- toxicology report, and, like, she detects some sort of, like, local anesthetic. Well, so there wasn't going to be a toxicology report, because mm-hmm. she goes to visit the detective, and she's like, w- I want to look further into the suicide. And the guy's like, it's a, it's a suicide. There's not going to be an autopsy. Right. And she's like, no, I think we need to have right, one. Right, because she says, like, oftentimes people who cut their wrists uh, don't get it right on the first try. So yeah. She, so she thinks it was a murder staged to be a suicide. Yeah, because she said, there. first of all, there wasn't a lot of blood. Second of all, the cuts were um, done, like, post-mortem. Yeah. And they um, find... Basically, she's talking to the autopsy doctor, and she on the toxicology report is this sort of drug, but it doesn't so show much up. anesthetic on the X Files the past couple episodes. Yeah, it doesn't show up in her stomach in the autopsy because it was injected through her foot. Into her like little tiny prick in the yeah, heel, which is wild. Yeah. So 
As Scully's, this is when we're going to find out, right, that Scully's going to look at the picture of younger mm-hmm. Melissa and be like, oh my god, it's Emily. I found it weird, correct me if I'm wrong here, maybe my family are the weird ones, <laughs> that they labeled every single picture in the album. That was very interesting to me. No, they did that. We have pictures like that. Really? We, I, My family albums don't. They just We just sort of threw them all into an album and like go through it. Oh, no, like, my mom has labels underneath each picture. Uh, the but, labels for us are verbal. Yes. she, And then a lot of the times on the back of the photo is the date when right. it was printed. Or like on the, you know, depending if it's like done with, you know, a typical camera on the lower corner right will be like the date yeah not really most of the, that was like really old cameras but like the when you got them printed it will have the date on the back mm-hmm. um yeah, but yeah some, my mom labeled everything yeah for some reason I, all the literally every single family album i've had like it has it's never like, been labeled and there's no like there's no story to tell there you try to figure it out i think it's a lot of context yeah clues. like my mom would write like oh angela in the hospital like on what like when they have like the pictures of like my oh me being born i thought it was like oh, oh yeah no trip to the hospital cheese well i did i had my tonsils out so maybe yeah. that was something to commemorate oh, i don't know if you put that in an album <laughs> um hey, you were so swollen that day remember i do remember i was five it was awful oh my god well listen you could have had a real emily situation on your truly hands. um but yeah so they she thinks that Whatever, Melissa looks like... Emily looks like Melissa from when she was that age. Yeah, and so she has she, a flashback to a funeral when she was a little girl. Well, no, but this is now... A, like a fu- This is all flashback slash dreams, yes, right? Yes, this is this, another one. this one, there's like... She's like holding... Lighting, illuminated yeah. cross. She's walking with someone down this... this it's Marshall aisle. Sim. It's the dad. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's I'm, the dad... Oh, it's, oh, I didn't realize that was... It's dad... Daddy um, Sim. Daddy Sim, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, you know, basically, they yeah. use the cheat code the Sims did. Yeah, produce Rosebud. Instead of a coffin, it's like a bathtub that's dripping blood. Yeah, it's really creepy. Um, so, yeah, she basically, like, takes from this that she... Um, this is, I guess, before she performs the autopsy, but she takes from this that she's been murdered. She's like, I yeah. know she's been murdered, and she figures it out. But and, and this, then and it's also become abundantly clear at this point that Scully is shirking her family very blatantly. Uh, yeah, they're all like going out shopping and like going to the zoo and like all these fun things, and she's missing out on all the fun. Yeah, she's. She, I guess she's sort of a workaholic in that regard. But again, I, I guess I also, so. I also don't think, honestly, she would be as concerned if she wasn't sort of chasing this end of, oh, wait, if she looks like my dead Mm -hmm. sister, then something must be going on here. Yeah, I mean, yes, and then she also keeps getting these spooky, totally spooky phone calls, so. So, let's talk about the Mr. Sim side of things, because Mr. (laughs) Sim's like, he's about to get sort of, like, arrested here, because... So my assumption was that after all this was that Roberta, both Roberta Sims murder and Mr. Sims murder were from the syndicate. Yes. Who is running the, whatever trials are happening in this pharmaceutical company, right. Dr. Calderon. So what I find interesting though, is that Scully does a pretty good job, like undressing Mr. Sims alibi, right? When he's like, yeah. Oh, I called the police. And she's like, well, that's weird because then you called that he called you and then you came there and the phone was off the hook. Well, Cause they, so my guess is that. Roberta and Marshall Sim were like pawns. Like they were paid a lot of money to adopt this girl. Yeah. Not really knowing a ton about what was happening and just sort of being told what to do because they were given like a ton of money. So they were like, mm-hmm. I don't think they didn't right, love the little girl. Cause that's too. The, the whole, you know, we'll get later on, right? They're like, he made a bunch of $30,000 deposits. In his yeah. But, so I think what happened was that these guys were kind of roped into everything and then got in a little too deep. And it does seem like he does like the little girl. Like, yeah. I feel bad. And so I think what happens is maybe 
there she Roberta Sim is killed because of that. Like she sort of says like I don't think we should be doing this to this little girl. Mm. Like I think that they they get in a, a little too deep and then they kill the wife and then that's why the men are there because they're telling him what to do. Right. They're like this so is So he just came up with like a really shitty alibi. Yeah, exactly. Like he knew that she was going to be killed, I guess. But Either way, um, sucks to be them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so basically now, you know, now Scully's going to try to call for a PCR investigator. There's so many acronyms going mm-hmm. on in these two episodes. Maybe so, that's what happens when you deal with a medical doctor. Yeah, because she wants to get the DNA results on Emily Sims, yeah, right? Say, you are not the mother, uh, basically. And so, you know, Scully's going to tell this to Mrs. Scully. Of mm-hmm. course, Mrs. Scully doesn't believe her. Uh, they do talk about, like, and this is, again, going back to, I can't remember what episode, the whole thing about, like, oh, yeah, they're still with us even when they're gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's, like, the whole, um, the whole Michael, I keep saying the Michael Buble episode. <laughs> yeah, like, no, yeah, the, the Michael one, right? Buble with, with, uh, with Bill Mulder's friend about, like, how the yeah, yeah. leave us. Yeah, so, but basically, what happens is that Scully gets the DNA results from Melissa because she ran them during Melissa's murder investigation for some right. for some reason, um, and she basically decides that from this DNA test that Emily and Melissa's are so close, they're nearly identical. She must be Melissa's daughter, and she's like, "Oh, she must have given birth to her like um, when she was away for those like eight months." Yeah, exactly. In the nineties, like, like early nineties, you know, wild and fancy free. I mean, it's not untrue, right? We knew. No, we knew I about think that Melissa it's was, plausible. That she was a little bit of like a flower child. Well, that's why Bill and I and Mommy Mulder are like, or Mommy Scully are like, oh, okay, like maybe it's true. So they're investigating it. They're like okay with her investigating. <laughs> they're just it. like, all right, whatever gets her out of the house. We gotta yeah, maybe, go ice skating. maybe, maybe they just, uh, yeah, they're gonna go ice skating. <laughs> this is how we get our other flashback, right? This is the one featuring Jilly Anderson's younger sister, yes. where the sisters are like, oh, we're peeking. Yeah, we're gonna get our present already. I hope I get Hotel California album. Yeah, that was wild. Um, but they're given the cross necklaces from their mother. Because, yeah, this is the origin story. Yeah, because uh, Mrs. Clay says it means God is with you. Mm-hmm. And so I thought this was a sweet scene. It was. It was nice to get that origin. I don't know if I needed it. This is like uh, Spencer compared it in our feedback to like the it's not as bad as like the how Jack got his tattoos episode <laughs> yeah. from Lost, but like it's it's interesting to get. I think it's, I also think it's not as much about the crosses as her relationship with her mom and Melissa, but that's yeah. me. So we, as we mentioned before, this is when we find out about the deposits. Yes. They're, they're going to go to this company. And this is when we first run into old Doc Calderon. This, yeah, like, at the pharmaceutical company. Deadpan, boring British man. <laughs> yeah, and he basically tells them that nothing was amiss. Emily was part of a clinical trials because she has a really serious, debilitating disease. And yeah. that Roberta was paid the money to keep her from pulling Emily from the program. And so, also, it just ha- the anesthesia just happens to be around because like, to- he prescribed to her for headaches. That's what he says. But I also think that um, this proves that what we were right when we said, like oh emily was um roberta was trying to pull her from the program so she was like having second thoughts yeah um so it's a lot to read between the lines because it does seem like we leave the yeah. roberta and mitchell sim stuff behind in the first episode yeah we do it's but- interesting this this is one of those two parters that feels like two distinctly different things yeah even though it has a through line but um Anyway, they arrest Marshall Sim because they're like, you killed her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and so he's like, hmm. Yeah. And this is when also, obviously, Emily is going to get taken to like foster care for now. Well, because- she's taken to a children's hospital first, I mm-hmm. think. I think that's it. So it's like a 
a children's center for sick kids. But there's this really sweet moment on top of yeah. it. I mean, a couple episodes full of sweet moments where like Scully, you know, buckles yeah. Emily into the car and she grabs the cross and she and she gives she it gives to her. She gives it to her. Yeah. And the actress that the little girl actress that plays Emily is is very cute. She's very cute and she doesn't have to do much, right? Cuz she, she doesn't, doesn't talk she a doesn't lot. say anything. I wonder is that part of like you know, I like think she's just scared. Well, I was thinking more back to like the Heron Vogue. Like, remember the little Samantha's and mm, little boys? Of the no, commute? because she does talk. Oh, she she's does. not mute. She okay. says. I mean, there's a few times where she says things, um, but I think she's just scared. Yeah, you know. Well, it's the Christmas party. Scully. <laughs> this looks like a fun party. Yeah, I mean, wink, Bill, wink. Bill, of course, is like glad handing with everybody. Yeah, and it's a bunch of like army based people because, or navy based people because they are all in uniform and there's like everyone's in sweaters and yeah, blah, and, blah, blah. But Bill, unfortunately, is going to rain or snow on her day because yes. he basically says, like, oh, here's some photos for you. These are photos from Melissa in those that eight month period you're talking about. She ain't preggers. Yeah, she doesn't look pregnant. She's not pregnant. She would have like, and it's not even like from early in the the process. It's basically like a few days before Emily would have been born, so she would have looked very pregnant. So it's a rough couple of circumstances for Scully because we find out here that she had uh, she had re- sent in an application to basically like adopt yes. Emily. Yeah, uh, which was complicated for many reasons, as we'll get into soon. Uh, yeah. here it's more so. <laughs> like oh i think she's my you know she's my niece uh but she's been denied it i know you took a lot of umbrage with i did the because rationale here's the behind thing. it they said the she's not denied it yet she's basically she has to give a recommendation to the judge the judge is the person that decides it but she was like at this point i don't think i'd give you a recommendation and here are the reasons why you are a single woman um excuse me <laughs> is that stopping the yeah car? <laughs> stopping the car pump the brakes lady uh single women can do a lot so i don't think you should Look be at a- murphy brown and also like adoptions yes it's very difficult you want to make sure you find the right family all of this i am not saying that but given the circumstances like scully is a educated like well off young woman like there yes she's in a job that is dangerous but if right. she's saying I think, I think like the, i think the the high stress job is, that is, was the part that i was valid. like that's fine no valid. the long-term relationship i mean considering uh i know it's a bit of a false story but like look at the sims as an example yeah of like how maybe just because there are two people in the relationship mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's great and there's so many kids like in the foster system and this kid is like severely debilitated with an illness. Yeah. So if somebody's willing to adopt her and take care of her and give her love and like a fact, like she really should be recommending anybody at this point, you know, like yeah, beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> like this girl is like clearly not going to live very long. She has a really hard illness. So yeah. I got to say these were a couple that, of, at this point they don't know is alien related. Right. <laughs> there's were a couple of really good episodes for Jillian Anderson. Oh, I, yeah. I know that, you know, the reception might be mixed behind these episodes, but I feel like she does. A really good job. She has, I think, her first. I think big- it also pushes her character forward a little bit too. Yeah, um, and I think she, you know, she has her first big moment in this scene where she basically talks about like mm-hmm. questioning her priorities. That for a while she was so concerned with her own mortality that she yeah. really wasn't focused on. Any she never even thought. And also, like when she was so focused on her career, she wasn't focused on any relationships or having kids, and she just didn't think about yeah. it. And we get a really like seamless segue. I really like the camera mm-hmm. work they do on that to basically like, pan around show melissa and it turns out that now we're back in what the moment that scully decides to to leave quantico to go to the fbi yeah so it's like the the christmas of 
or yeah, yeah, where she's not going to become um, a doctor or, you know, her dad, she went to going to medical school and she could either like go into like being a doctor or whatever, going to house and she decides she's going to join the FBI and she's like nervous about it or whatever. Scully, no matter what, what path you choose, always insist on saying that you're a medical doctor. Yeah, in every you situation. must. <laughs> um, but basically, Melissa's like, it's fine. Well, do she, it. Yeah, she basically gives like that philosophy again, very Melissa. There is no right or wrong. Life is just a path. It's not even about the end point. It's about the stuff you do along the yeah, way. Yeah, so she said, don't worry about it. If this is what you feel is right, then do it, which I think yeah. is pretty good advice. Yeah, and I really like the idea of you don't know how your life is going to change or how you're going to change the Who lives of Who are you going to meet along the way? Wink, wink, Mulder. Yeah, I think it's, it's a cool idea, no, though. True. I don't know. I, I, that's what I sort of think about as well. Uh, sometimes when you think about just like mm-hmm. you have no idea how many people you might affect. Yeah. Who knows how many people are, are enjoying the stuff that we're doing right now with us just like prattling into yeah. the microphone with complete nonsense. Yeah, exactly. I think that's, you know, fair. It's a cool, it's a cool philosophy from Melissa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I hope, you know, I think it gets Scully to sort of recontextualize everything, but, uh, Everything is about to change. Yes, it's for sure. Christ- Happy Christmas, Harry. It's Christmas yeah, you morning. freaked out when this happened, but basically, this was Christmas wild. I also thought it was a little wild that they had a courier from the FBI bring these results on this Christmas morning. Uh, you know who it was? It was the cigarette smoking man. <laughs> Maybe I remember he was the one that was like, yeah. "Oh yeah, Christmas is next week. Uh, I don't care." Yeah, exactly. But he um, basically nobody can sign for it but her, and it's the DNA results that she ordered on her. She just took a DNA test. Turns out she's a hundred percent. Emily's mother. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but yeah, she, at me I was like, what are you trying to say? Because you weren't time. using the right cadence for that song. Well, no, I, I was trying to make it dramatic. Yeah, but it wasn't. That's the only Lizzo song I know the lyrics to. <laughs> you don't, though, know the lyrics because you always get them wrong. No, well, that's, is that the same song? Um, I think that's a different song. <laughs> yeah, it is a different song. Yeah, I'm thinking about, you're thinking about Good As Hell. Yeah, I am thinking about Good As Hell, which you don't know the lyrics to do my hair down dress my nails it's not correct (laughs) um but anyway yeah she's the mom and this is wild because she's never had a baby (laughs) yeah and so this stunned me for so many reasons i guess i was just sort of like buying it hook line and sinker that the the whole melissa Mm -hmm. thing was happening or maybe i was thinking about cloning that i didn't even imagine and especially with all like the scully motherhood stuff that had been teased a couple times that like she was, and look, it's not going to be a very long time this time around for her, her, you know, dance with motherhood, but it's a pretty wild cliffhanger. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. And it's also like, I mean, you didn't know it was coming, so I was like surprised at how surprised you were, but um, yeah, happened. Yeah. So Scully is the mommy. And we're going to take a quick break, you know, uh, going to get some eggnog, maybe. <laughs> I love eggnog. And then we come back as the, the year and the clocks turn around, I believe, after New Year's, right, was when. Yeah, I think it's like over that period between yeah. Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, so we're, we're going to take a look at Emily when the Christmas cheer <laughs> just, just turns to bitter, bitter cold. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Angela, I know I said the cold is coming, but first we must start. Cold never bothered me anyway. Yeah, but first we got to start in the desert. So we did do this, have did to this, start did in the, the desert. Sand bother you? <laughs> the sand did. So I, as soon as this episode started, I like immediately remembered the scene and just how like weird it was. But it sticks out in my memory as like a pretty quintessential X Files opening it's, because it's it's, it's, it's it's really well done. But it's it, super well done, but it's Jillian Anderson in a long. <laughs> blue evening gown yeah with like slits in it right so it like flows behind her yeah slow-mo walking through the desert and saying uh, like with an over what is it called voiceover voice an over voice of of a poem being read and it is that takes the boxes right it's like Mold, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. doing like you know, they uh, love a poem, heightened language or poetry. Uh, doing like, yeah, you know, trippy <laughs> visuals. In this case, it's her finding a cross in the sand. Yeah, and as she finds the cross, she herself turns to dust. Yes, it's, it's a cool exactly. This opening seems and like it really does. Well done. And what's what comes to play at the end of the episode is so this is like a vision of something we're supposed right, like to a, a see. A premonition of like what happens after these human alien hybrids die. Yes, exactly. But we don't know that yet. And we're just like, maybe this is Scully thinking we're all, you know, dust and shadows, which no. is, you know, it's a cool thing. I mean, we also Dante's Inferno and all that. We very rarely see Jillian Anderson, like in a long dress. <laughs> yeah, in she looks show. great. She looks Honestly, good. season five is peak Jillian Anderson, like hair, mm-hmm. skin. She looks great. She's hydrated. But, She's- but does she dress her nails? She must. <laughs> she must. She's feeling good as hell. Um, but yeah, anyway. So um, Mulder's going to... Mulder's he's in this back. episode. <laughs> he's going to... It's it's clear that he still has some work to do with children, at least. He, he's <sighs> talking about what, like, oh, I'm... I'm gonna get. Did I get you a Mr. Potato Head? And just this weird impression where he like puffs his cheeks out. I think it's cute. It's cute, but also like we we have a Mr. Potato Head. It's not good verisimilitude, Mulder. Okay, well, I don't think he was going for accuracy, but basically he just shows up because. He, Scully like hadn't told him what was going on. Right, we're well, supposed to we, assume we didn't talk about this when she called him in like his wee willy winky mm-hmm. ski cap. She she hung up. She basically did what was done to her, and like as soon as yeah. she picked up, she hung up the phone. So he's like, something's going on here. Yeah, well, so she does finally tell him, and he comes and she introduces him to Emily, and he basically tells her that he had the Frohickey lone gunman crew look into the case. Yes, um, and finds that her birth mother is a woman named Anna Fugazi. And that's uh, Mulder being it's like, Fugazi. oh, God, this is like my Bart Simpson Mo prank call moment. We know Fugazi mm-hmm. means fake in mm-hmm. Italian. Clearly, it's a front for something. Yeah, and they're basically, I mean, they weren't able to find any records of how she was born or mm-hmm. came into the world or any of that. So, um, I mean, it is pretty fishy, even if the name ends up being a real name. It's not great. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, it's like calling yourself, like, Matthew Fake, you know? Yeah, or it's like the John Smiths of the world, you know? Exactly. So, it's clear they're sort of commiserating here. And Scully is now, we saw this a little bit with Memento mm-hmm. Mori, right? Like, this idea of sometimes when she has to reconcile something that seems utterly ridiculous yeah. but like she is faced first 
hand experience with that thing, right? Because yeah. like Mulder asked her, "Why did you call me Scully?" She says, "Because I couldn't believe it." You yeah, know? like she you're was the like, only I per- didn't. You're I the only person proof. that thinks that could think about or genuinely believe this idea that maybe my eggs were harvested and used mm-hmm. to produce this child. Well, yeah, and I think also she was in shock and she was trying to adopt this girl and like all this other stuff was going on. So she was just like, I had a lot to process. Sorry. Well, yeah, while Mulder's in town, he's going to end up being sort of like the uh, the star witness for, the, for Emily's custody. Yeah, so her. she needs to have, for the adoption case, she needs to have um, somebody give her a character reference and yeah. she's asked Mulder to do it and he's like, I should not do this like yeah. this is not a good idea yeah um, like i just wanted to tell you that like this child you you want to have an attachment to her but like she was bred out of this project that yeah really is wants to be used for other purposes she and is a scully's, miracle never meant yeah. to be and scully's reaction is like but she is like, yeah she, she may not have meant she, to be she but disregard she, the, yeah. the fact that this child exists which is tough because i know that i Mulder, totally get it i think at this point especially with the samantha stuff like Mulder's undergone his own experience he's a little bit detached yeah with these hybrids to know like you have to emotionally detach <laughs> yourself from these things speaking of uh detached from reality Mulder tells the judge that this baby was conceived out of ovum that were taken from scully during an abduction and the judge is like are you yeah effing nuts? he says like does fbi stand for federal bureau of imagination <laughs> <laughs> I think he also calls that. it like some, something out of like a Michael Crichton novel as yeah. well. Yeah, which I mean, yeah, yeah it's I mean, fair. Michael Crichton was all about how Jurassic like, Park was made. Why? I just don't understand why Mulder felt it was necessary to tell the judge that. Yeah. Like he thought it was going to prove that Scully should have this kid. And it's a thing, right? Insanity is, is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. You've gotten laughed out of so many rooms. Seriously. From professional FBI agents. Why do you think approaching this like rando San Diego judge? Yeah. Like, I do believe you, your alien ovum harvesting story. Yeah, so, I mean, we're unclear about whether or not she would get Emily at this point, but um, they get a mysterious call? Yep. Yeah. They get a call from the, the, <laughs> Another county, call. the county children's center. This time is more so basically like whoever it is. I it's, think it's Emily. It's bas- Oh, you think it's Emily? I think it's supposed to be Emily calling, asking for help, right? Oh, I thought it was supposed to be whatever this, like, disembodied spirit is being like you have to go help her now i thought it was yeah well i thought it was supposed to be like that but it was in the ter- like the way of like help me like oh no i didn't yeah, i didn't get that whatsoever i mean either way somebody's calling because um, they it's and they find out it's from the county children's center yeah which is where she's staying mm-hmm. uh because she is dripping in sweat <laughs> yeah she's like a feverish like exclamation point yeah. exclamation and it looks point. like you know, she had that Halloween. It's like that co- scene in Balto at the end of Balto when <laughs> well, they deliver the vaccine. Yes, <laughs> and all the kids are like so sweaty and feverish. That's the one thing you remember from Balto? Yes, that was what about, traumatizing. What about, like, to the, me. the goose that talks with the Minnesota I, accent. I don't remember that, but I think I'm, that's. I, oh no, maybe thinking there's a Russian goose. I, I, think. I think it's a Russian goose. Yeah. Because it takes place in the Great White North. Exactly. To get those vaccines back to those sweaty, sweaty children. Yeah, I remember being a little traumatized by that. Poor Emily. You could tell that, like, you know, she had this really devoted Halloween Mm -hmm. costume. And, like, she couldn't just get that one piece of green makeup off the back of her neck. Uh, But, yeah, there's a little patch of green skin. Yeah, it's a green cyst on the back of her neck. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to get a biopsy because, you know, that's what you do. But Mulder takes a little too long staring at this girl about to get a biopsy. Let me put two and two 
to get no <gasps> don't touch her and, and nope, then too, too late, late because she the nurse her, is in a coma and it re- it's officially revealed yep she's a hybrid and we know what happens with hybrids when you when you prick us do we not bleed you do you but do. it's green and it's acidic and yeah, it's toxic gas basically <laughs> but before that the doctor the er doctor whatever basically tells them like there's not much we can do like we need to talk to her doctor yeah, like because doctor well because dr calderon has refused to yes. release her medical records which is wild basically saying like oh you are preventing her from getting the the proper treatment right now. Yeah, so um Mulder kicks the yeah. shit out of Calderon. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. wild to me. He just abruptly assaults him, is what so, I read. Well, okay, sort of. <laughs> sort of. Because what it resorts to, and we've seen Mulder like really yeah. give it to Skinner a couple times. Yeah, but he whips out his gun during the middle of a like hospital. Like it's yeah. a little intense. But what Mulder does here, I think is so funny. The Mulder stuff in here is actually, I think unintentionally funny yeah where with calderon he like slaps him around a couple times and like kind of like gives him a little itty bitty kick yeah and then like pistol whips him <laughs> yeah and it's like really accelerates and calls him a medical rapist yeah um but basically Mulder's like you you suck um, he was trying to essentially like like threaten him into giving yeah, them the brow, records brow beat him into, into release like you're letting this girl die on your hands wild she's not dying in my opinion she's uh watching the, this is the only thing that i could pay attention to is, like your balto moment <laughs> yeah. do you know what emily was watching on the tv I, screen? I don't remember she was watching a little 90s cartoon called life with louie <laughs> so i'm not sure if you remember <laughs> i any- do remember life with louie yeah, i just don't i didn't notice it in the 90s there was this like series of shows where they would for some reason give these adult comedians animated series like that was bobby's world with howie mandel and this was life with louie they decided to say okay louie anderson is Mm -hmm. going to lead an animated series and i always remember it because the actual like characterization of the louie kid is so bad fugly (laughs) it's not cute he has like bags under his eyes he has big old buck teeth and so yeah, they, as, they phoned that one in. As soon as I saw that kid, I'm like, oh, that's Life with Louie. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't can't say that I watched a lot of Life with Louie, but I do recall it. Um, but yeah, so this is when Scully is going to have some tests done on Emily, some imaging yeah. tests. This, I, So I said this machine sounds intense. I, I think I've been privileged enough to not have undergone yes, like, MRIs. I've had three MRIs in my life because I suffer from a lot of things, including chronic migraines, mm-hmm. and they like to do lots of tests. So and, is this like comparable to that? Yeah, 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 it's an MRI. You go in, but usually they put headphones on you. I mean, maybe yeah. they didn't do that back in the well, 90s. No, that's, uh, that's how what happened in the pilot of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Yeah, because whenever they um, they give me an MRI or I've had an MRI, they ask me what kind of music I want, and I never know what to say. I So I always say, like, you pick, and then they always pick something, like, really, really crazy. Um, Should you pick something? Like, I w- what would I say? Like, Taylor Swift? Like, Should you be like, musical theater, please? I'll take the Broadway Spotify show. They have Spotify, so you okay. could just say, like, oh, a playlist from, like, the 90s or something but Mm -hmm. i never know what to say i also don't want these like cool like um lab techs judging me you are really worried about (laughs) these medical professionals being like wow look at her taste in music you're Uh, in there for a while no wonder uh she's got an mri something's wrong with her tastes if she's got doing for this type of tune get out of (laughs) here so Mulder is going to meanwhile follow calderon to basically meet in like a separate location with 
stop me if you heard this before, some shady white guys in dark suits. Yeah, so these are dark-suited men, um, I and, guess, and, part of the syndicate. Yeah, and but we also find out that not only is Emily a hybrid, so mm-hmm. is Dr. Calderon. Yeah, so he whether gets, he's... He gets pricked with the next, next thing he thinks. Yeah, and so also so are these men. They're clearly bounty hunters. Yeah, they're because, the, the alien bounty So I couldn't remember when we encountered the alien bounty hunter last, was it confirmed that, like, there were multiple of them? Yes, because there are. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to remember. There's that one specific one, but then there's also these guys that can morph. Yeah, because we know that there are at least, obviously, at least two. Right, and the hybrids can't morph, right? Yeah. No, the hybrids can't morph. They just have the alien gene. This is like very. These are like mm. these are aliens. Yeah, exactly. And whether or not they're bounty hunters is like whatever. It's always a, a welcome surprise when they show up. Of just like, oh yeah, I forgot about you. Welcome back. Um, so basically, both of these guys morph into Calderon, and Mulder follows one of them, thinking he's following him. Um, but the other one is like going to the hospital to inject Emily with like more green goo. Yeah, because basically now again, this is where like the house situation comes in, right? The doctor's like, oh, there's this weird mm-hmm. growth in Emily. It's not cancer, but it's essentially like killing oxygen around the central it's, nervous system. And it's like basically taking over her central nervous system. And the uh, um, the issue is that like she's in a lot of pain and like suffering, but when he injects her with this green goo, like she's okay. Like, it's yeah. still killing her, but she doesn't feel it anymore. Yeah, it's this weird thing, right, where, like, while Scully's talking with the doctors, Calderon just, like, walks yeah. in. This is the, the weird thing, and one of the weird things about the X-Files is, like, what people are and aren't allowed to get away with yeah, in hospitals. Yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff, whether or not it's true for the time or if it's just, like, TV magic, but, yeah, they're definitely allowed to, uh, to do a lot more than you would think. Right, like walk in, inject Emily with something so that it looks like she's flatlining, but then like she stabilizes. Yeah, meanwhile, like when we had Asher in the hospital, it was like this really elaborate security system of bracelets and tags and... I do recall, I, I did get a flashback though when Scully like dramatically hits the button. <laughs> yeah. To, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember doing that like time and time again to leave our zone. Yeah, to leave our zone. But I remember every time they gave me any kind of medication, they had to ask me my my name, my birthday, and then like the I, they had to check it with the ID that was on me. Yeah. Yeah. Like the bracelet, and I'd be like, I don't know, I just had a baby, give me drugs. Maybe it's because of the X Files. Maybe, um, but yeah. So anyway, uh, they... so, the, so the shapeshifter's <laughs> gone, right? They do the, he does his little routine. Mm-hmm. But by the time Scully catches up to him, it's not him. It's just some dude in a mustache. Yeah, I think it's the same guy he changed into last time. I the like the um <laughs> the the clones. Yeah, the clone guys, the ones that worked in the um. <laughs> they all look very similar. Yeah, it's, in again, nondescript white. Men. Of, yeah, a lot of face blindness here. Mm-hmm. Yes. But basically, Scully also says, and she confirms what we thought we were talking about in the beginning that the sims were murdered because they were trying to stop the trials yeah because they were like they didn't want to do it anymore to emily so meanwhile Mulder is gonna believe follows other calderon yeah he's gonna basically be like uh you know first of all he believes that that basically this calderon didn't actually kill emily it's a Mm -hmm. bluff he feels the syndicate doesn't want her dead either because it's they're doing experiments yeah like too valuable uh experimentation but he's gonna go to this senior center and happened to find a woman named Anna Fugazi. Anna Fugazi. Yeah, this is the this is a weird ass part of the episode. Yeah, so there are all these elderly women in a basically a nursing home, and Mulder comes to the conclusion that these women were inseminated with the eggs of 
It's like the, in vitro, right? Yeah, yeah. They were basically like, um, not in vitro fertilization because in vitro fertilization is when you take. You, yeah, no, it's more so like it's it's surrogates, like you said, right? Yeah, like so basically they're like surrogates. A, a sperm and an egg are conceived and then like put inside this one. Yeah, which is I think is in, I guess that is in vitro, but basically they <laughs> these women are like unaware that it's being done to them because well, they're it, going into their beauty rest. Yeah, they think that like oh they're undergoing some sort of like cosmetic. Uh, you know, so what are they under there? They in that for nine months, or is it maybe it's done faster? I don't know. I have no idea how any of this works. Well, I also really question like clearly there must have been a like a much more stable guys to use than old women who biologically. No, so they're giving them estrogen, right? Because that's the thing, right? The Frohickey finds out that like they've been all given like. Estrogen and progesterone, mm-hmm, which are which hormones. Is hormones that you require that are found in pregnant women. So right. they're, they're basically, I guess it actually is the perfect place to do these kinds of experiments because people are not watching nursing homes. We found that out during COVID-19. Yeah, I guess that's true. It just, it just feels weird. Like, I feel like from a physical perspective, even if you pump it full of hormones, like, I don't think that, I don't know well, how much an old lady's body can take. It's not that hard to give birth. <laughs> she said having gone through exactly. the worst pregnancy ever yeah like at the age of 29 yeah well no i think it's just um i, I don't know I, I i guess it's just like a good cover so they didn't really care about what was happening to these women you know yeah it's just it's just a wild uh a wild it is a little crazy it almost also finds the medical records with scully's name on it right because he just sort of like goes mm-hmm. into this, this back room right where it's just like all these ladies are sort of i don't know like catatonic yeah and Mulder. connects the names of the women in the nursing home to recent births yeah they all they all gave birth to babies given up for adoption in the same year so especially like it's done in like waves waves yeah and they also he finds um a little fetus little fetus baby little fetus in like a little green jar yeah so it's a little hybrid fetus so the question is then maybe they put i don't know maybe they're just using these women to like uh, who's to say i don't know (laughs) it's weird meanwhile scully is growing more and more frazzled mm-hmm. with the situation. Yeah, right? she does this. Uh, she tries to do a test on Emily too, where they're going to put her in a hyperbaric oxygen chamber, and I don't know why they're doing that, but she reacts badly to it. Yeah, well, she also has that scene before, though, right? Where like the the typical scene in a medical drama where the doctor's <laughs> yes. like, like you don't have, you're not responding with any clinical capabilities. Like you're reacting too emotionally. You can't. Well, give doesn't a proper it's diagnosis the lady that child. it's the um. It's the adoption lady too. Oh, was it? I yeah, that like that woman that comes I it was in. Just a nurse. No, no, that was the adoption lady. She was like, "You shouldn't be making decisions for this child. Like, you, yes, you're a medical doctor, but you're too emotionally connected now." Yeah, which is not also like you have no legal right. <laughs> it's not incorrect. No, like, it's it's right not to say that Scully it wouldn't get in the way of, of being the correct verdict, but like she is being incredibly supportive to Emily right now. Like you said, like. She's standing alongside her in the, in the oxygen chamber. I think she cares more than one would expect a medical like representative for a patient to care. I'm wondering what this oxygen test was for. That's what I just said. I was like, I don't know why they put her so in like, an from oxygen- a medical perspective, even because hyperbaric like, oxygen chamber. Like, what does that, that do? Because we know that what the reaction is, right? Like, her veins begin to pop, and mm-hmm. she starts just like freaking out. Maybe it's meant to like I don't know, just do a special like um, scan or something, you have to take the oxygen out? I don't know. Or maybe they think it'll help no, her condition? It, yeah, it floods it with oxygen, so I don't so know. So maybe they think it'll help her condition to like have more oxygen? Well, because rem- I guess that makes sense, because remember, they said that the growth was like cutting off oxygen, yeah. so maybe they thought, like, oh, if we put a lot of oxygen in It's like when there- Lily was little, like our doggie, who's a little Yorkie, when no, she we, was a baby. People remember, remember, she's the one who's fated to eat the moon one day? <laughs> she's fated to eat the moon. She um had 
little doggy cold like mm-hmm. when she was a baby and they had to put her in this like big tent and flood it with steam and then put the antibiotics in that way so she could breathe them in yeah because obviously you can't tell a puppy to like take a pill or anything yeah well you could give it a shot but it's like better if she breathes it in i guess i don't know but it reminded me of that like a little hyperbaric oxygen chamber for a puppy so, again this whole molder storyline is so odd to me you know what doesn't help is the music. Yeah, I got it's not such good. doofy music. <laughs> it was a little doofy. Like, it literally went dun-dun-dun mm-hmm. when he ends up finding uh, Calderon. Yeah, well, the effing detective arrives, Duh, too. Oh, Detective Kresge. Yeah, this guy, like, does not know what he's in for. So basically- No, it's, 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 it's yet another situation, right? This happens every time they deal with an alien bounty hunter. Is like, a the poor soul. corner them. Here comes Rando Cop. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna shoot you. Don't shoot them. I'm gonna shoot anyway. Bang, yeah. bang, bang. They get away. Yeah, well, and also then the person, like, ends up going under because they they um they smell the green blood but before that Mulder steals like the vials right of the green he, stuff he steals one of the vials um i think he steals a couple of the vials of the green solution that they were mm-hmm. using to treat yeah because he's gonna look at that at the end well and he's gonna try to tr- he wants to bring it back to treat emily yeah but it doesn't matter <laughs> so i'm surprised True to the, again, usual scheme of the ABH mm-hmm. that when Mulder, you know, walks out and then Detective Kresge comes out like, oh, I got him. Like, let's drive up. You don't pause for a second and be like, yeah, that was Could dumb. That, be the shapeshifter? that was pretty dumb of him. Um, but I guess this helps him escape. So whatever. Considering <laughs> that the last time he saw Kresge, he was like down on the ground being like, ah, oh, I was not prepared for Decoring this. Decoring goo. Ah, <laughs> exactly. So this is you anyway. Know, Emily has gone into a coma, and it's really, really sad. Yeah, this is the the last. We're gonna breath. breeze past the baby death. It's tough, yeah, because Scully's gonna like get in bed with her and, and cuddle sick Emily, and then it just dissolves to a stained glass window of Mary. Mm-hmm. Uh, very appropriate. Again, talking about like not immaculate conception, but no, certainly but sort like, of some weird form of conception. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it, they basically say that Emily's could not survive what was what her body was doing to her. Yeah. So, so was, was, was this just, like, a natural thing from the hybridization? Was it any particular treatment being done I, to her? I think it was a mix of both, like, that they were experimenting on creating alien-human hybrids, and this one just failed, but that they were doing these treatments to try to, like, fix it, maybe? Yeah. Um, but when they stopped the treatments, she died, you know, because it was taking over her body. So, so you think it was more of, like, an inevitable thing than, oh, because these doctors didn't know what they were doing and mm-hmm. killed her? Well, created her in a, a way that was not gonna ever end up well but they tried to fix it and it didn't work and then she died yeah see this is why like either you uh grow them for a while and make them become adults and clones or you like send them off to a commune somewhere where they get taken care of you can't release yeah. them out to the real well, world i think they were trying to create a, a new kind of alien yeah. hybrid and it just wasn't working i don't know they were doing experiments but um poor little scully yeah, and this, Mulder and emily's in the sucks. coffin in the funeral and it's a sad it's really sad it sucks it sucks a lot it really, really sucks. It's just really, yeah. especially as as parents, like, yeah. It's again, her parents are dead slash like it's complicated, but yeah, it's really, really rough. Oh yeah, we forgot to say that Mr. Sim got killed in prison. That's yeah, Mr. Sim got killed in prison, and uh, Officer Kresge is okay, but he's recovering. Yeah, um, but th- uh, at least uh, yeah. you know, life begins anew. Little baby was born, yeah. Matthew Scully. Yeah, so... Was was that the name of the father, was Matthew, or did they name it after the dead dad? I don't remember. Um, no, her... 
Which I don't know because he called. She didn't call him that. She called exactly. him dad. <laughs> yeah, dad's calling. <laughs> well, then, and then they called. She called him Ahab, Captain Ahab, and and then Starbuck and whatever. But mm-hmm. um, I feel like his name was also Bill. Yeah, that's what I. <laughs> but feel the, like all the, everyone's name is Bill in this family. So um, I'm surprised it wasn't Bill Scully the third. Yeah, well, Matthew's a good name though. It's cute. Yeah, and Mulder's going to come in late with some flowers to put on the coffin. Yeah, and then basically he says, like, the only evidence that's left is Emily's body because they, the nursing home and Prangen, the pharmaceutical company, they're all gone. Yeah, and, so, we're, and Spencer wrote this. I think we're to assume that, like, Prangen is sort of, like, part of that whole yeah, like a Roush faux, or whatever yeah. it was stuff from the beginning of the season. Yeah, like a fake sort of company, but... Yeah. Um, um, so they open the coffin and they find sand inside the coffin, which is... And Scully's cross necklace is in there, which mirrors the beginning of the episode. I really like that. And I, yeah. and I think Gillian Anderson does a really, really good job with it. He's, she's really good at this scene. And I also really like the writing here, specifically mm-hmm. this the line about, you know... Uh, basically Mulder telling Scully that, you know, Emily was there for yeah. her to love her. It goes back to what Melissa told and her, she right, was, and the Scully people was along there. the way. Scully was there for her to, to like, there for Emily when she needed her the most, and she was loved, and that's a, yeah. a lot. And that's, I mean, it's it's rough, but, like, it's... It was in, pretty. It was, like, very it's beautiful. Inspiring. It's really beautiful, I think. And I think it's a good way to look back, and, again, like, death can be so cruel and unforgiving, and I think we, we look at sort of that, that end... But I think to remember, like, you know, if you look at, like, larger purposes, that's yeah. why we're here. When you look at the the people we interact with and how much we might have an effect on anyone, yeah. it's just a small moment during the day, like, that can speak volumes. Yeah, exactly. And then they also, um, I think the end of this was just, like, really well shot as well within the church and the stained glass and all of that. Yeah, it was, it was a really beautiful conclusion to what I'll admit I I think I I liked Christmas Carol a lot more than I did. Oh yeah, Emily. it was more like a let's let's wrap this up kind of type yeah, of Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Christmas Carol as I mentioned before had a distinctly different mm-hmm. tone yeah. than Emily did. I think the Emily stuff ended the like the ending of of Emily was maybe my favorite part of yeah. both episodes, but I'd say Christmas Carol overall I think to me was more solid. Yeah, no, I mean I I agree with you there, but also I I do I don't dislike these episodes as much as a lot of people do, but um, I think they were important to watch. Yeah. So, who who are spooks here? Is Emily? Ooh, kind of a spook? <laughs> I think the disembodied voice uh, is Ooh, in, the, in one. the first that's one, one. and, and then bo- um, I'm going to go with uh, m- Bill. <laughs> Bill. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with uh, disembodied voice. Or should the- it be that weird priest that they uh, invite over to oh, Christmas? No, that was the that was from a different episode. Was it? Yeah, oh cause, yeah, because that's when because that, remember that's when they. Oh yeah, that's that was right. from back when she was in the hospital from oh, the end yeah. of season four. He was probably there though. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they had, they had him out on loan. Uh, but I think for Emily, for me, it's got to be the like Anna Fagazi and the entire nursing home. <laughs> oh yeah, fiasco. that actress was kind of crazy. It, it was just just such a wild scheme to me. Yeah, it was a little crazy. Well, um, the craziness continues, and we're gonna keep going uh, straight through season five here. Next up, we've got, uh, we're going back to two Monster of the Week episodes, or at least standalone episodes. We're going back to back here, season five, episode 11, Kill Switch, and episode 12, Bad Blood. Yeah, these are, so the Kill Switch is not one of my favorite episodes, but I think that you will really enjoy it. Okay, why? I'm just going to say, 
video games. <gasps> okay. Oh, I remember this. I remember when we first when we did the first podcast, you said there was going to be yes. an episode about video games. And then Bad Blood is the aforementioned vampire okay. episode. So I'm going to get my fangs in and talk about the vampires next week. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> the two Vs, vampires and video games. Yeah, the two Vs. So I'm pretty excited because Bad Blood is is amazing. All it's right. so good. This is going to be very fun. Season five so far has been like a wild ride. Yeah. Despite only us only covering it for a few weeks at this point. Uh, yeah, season five is great. Love it. Well, we're going to keep going with that. Of course, if you have any feedback, you know how to reach out to us. Bloomfiles at postshowrecaps.com, xfiles at postshowrecaps.com, or tweet us at inchpelagi, at a Mike Bloom type at post show recast but otherwise we're gonna come back with controllers and typo blood to talk about kill switch and bad blood episodes 11 and 12 of the x-files season five special thanks to Corey b for his fantastic theme song even better than some of the best christmas carols uh, we'll talk to you all next week until then case closed It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.